Hi guys, welcome back to Enlightened and Annoyed with Alice Saltzman. Today on the show, today is a full moon in Cancer. It's also the 18th of January, and 18 is a life force. 18 is the life force. I want to show you how to take advantage and open up to new potentials in your life. Also, I want to talk about your personal yoga practice. Did you know just five to 10 minutes a day can be more powerful than thousands of classes with uh, somebody else leading them? And lastly, astrology has always been a part of yoga. Using the movements of the planets can help guide us to what, should, what we should be doing next. All that today on the episode of Enlightened and Annoyed with Alice Saltzman. My website is atawithalice.com, A-T-H-A with Alice.com. Ata translates to right here, right now. And right now, 2022, the 18th, 18 again is the life force energy, it can be considered uh, revelations. So personal practice and this full moon. So the moon's at home in Cancer. We feel cozy, calm, uh, to be in our own energy. And that's why I want to talk about that personal practice again. So first, the full moon in Cancer. Cancers are gentle and intuitive. So tap into your heart and emotions to start your new year fresh. Uh, we're still in the new year. I mean, it's the 18th, but it's still new. Um, purging and letting go of old wounds that may have been holding us back. It's a time to reflect. The only control we ever have is the control of our own actions and how we respond to situations. So true power is our inner knowing and responding in kind, but being prepared, forearmed, forewarned, knowing what to expect, being fearless and trust that the universe has our backs, making a conscious effort to shake off all that has been disempowering. So what is your New Year's resolution? And this full moon is also known as the wolf moon, the ice moon, moon after Yule. It's about connecting with our spirituality and can also be a soothing practice. So let's get back to yoga for a moment. Uh, do my yoga every day at home, yoga that is right for me. So it's not always a physical practice, a mental gymnastics, but direct intimacy with life as it actually is. Your yoga puts the body and mind in its natural state. Your yoga is reality, which is only a nurturing, regenerative force that renews all life springing forth. And it's already here inside of you. So many of us uh, already have been put off by the yoga indu industrial complex, fashion image, struggles, fitness, com competition injuries. It's time to gently move away from the hysteria of the studio business and encourage all people to cultivate a simple no-fuss home, home practice. It might be 10 minutes, perhaps now and then. It may only be five minutes, but... A daily personal practice is more powerful than thousands of classes where you are merely duplicating other people's patterns. When you do your own practice at home, we learn to drive our own consciousness, direct our own mind, breath, and become capable of deep concentration and presence. 
So when we follow classes, it's like being driven around by someone else or in someone else's car. Maybe they're a good driver or a dangerous driver. Either way, we don't learn to drive ourselves. The yoga traditions have a word for our own daily practice. It's called sadhana. And Krishnamacharya and his son Desikachar translated this meaning as that which you can do. We do our own asana postures, pranayama breathwork or stationary breathing, and the other aspects of yoga come as gifts. Yoga is your participation in your natural state. It makes all things possible. So do your yoga in 2022. And some of this was um, taken from uh, Mark, Mark Whitwell, who studied with Krishnamacharya and Deskachar for many years. And he is a big proponent of personal practice. And I follow him uh, for many, many years. And his inner guidance about personal practice is brilliant. And he learned that from Krishnamacharya. Now, this full moon will help to open up new potentials that were not available previously. So directing our focus and energy on what we want, what is true for us, Trusting our personal needs during a time of ongoing uncertainty. Your personal daily practice will do the same. So self-care. Honor what you are feeling. Take care of you. Where do you go to take care of yourself? What is your, spirit, your spiritual self-care? How do you want to feel? So I want to share with you a little bit about the yoga sutras. The sutras are threads of knowledge describing Kriya Araja Yoga, which is basically describing meditation. So we want to balance what we need, choosing what's important to us and what it means to live a life that's important to us, what is essential for us. That's our power. So the sutras. The sutras, I have a couple I want to share with you. One of them says, the consciousness of self-mastery in one who is free from craving for objects seen or heard about is non-attachment. Non-attachment, not, not craving, not being attached to our outcomes, not being attached to, our, to what we crave, like whether it be stuff, whether it be food, alcohol, more money, whatever it is, to not be attached. To the keen practitioner, this samadhi comes very quickly. Samadhi is that, that, that spiritual happiness that it's basically what it, 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 it creates happiness. So to the keen and intent practitioner, it comes quickly. So the more we practice, the quicker that happiness, that inner light comes. Accepting pain is help for purification. Study of spiritual books, surrender, uh, surrender to the supreme being consistent in our yoga practice. So what do I want to say about accepting pain as help for purification? We've all had hardships in our life. So maybe you've lost a job or you've been hurt by others or, you know, you've had many losses, deaths or whatever, many losses. That actually helps us to become stronger because some of us, when we have great losses, we go to our spirituality to find solace, to find some place to get help. So by the practice, the impurities dwindle away and dawns the light of wisdom leading to discriminative discernment. So what happens is we, when we have losses or when we practice, 
the practice helps to burn away whatever impurities there are. So maybe when we have losses, we feel sad, we feel anger. So maybe when, you know, we burn those away, we, it leads us to more wisdom. To one, in, to one established in truthfulness, actions and their results have become subservient. Fruits come automatically. So to become established in truth and actions. Right now, more than ever before, what's going on in these uncertain times, to be true to ourselves. You know, maybe it's time for you to act. If you believe something is unjust or wrong, maybe it's time to get off the couch and do something, not in a angry way, not in a forceful way, but peacefully, you know, speak up. By austerity, impurities of the body and senses are destroyed and occult powers gained. By austerity, impurities of the body and senses are destroyed and occult powers gained. So the connection between astrology and yoga. Astrology has always been considered the occult. So when we practice, we actually, we're doing without, maybe without movement. Sometimes, like I said, the practice is not about gymnastics meditation so you know and also when we do the physical practice the impurities of the body uh, are getting burned away and then occult powers are gained so we say we focus on what we want that is healthy you know like focusing alice during the exercise right i think when people exercise nowadays they want to do x amount of sets x amount of time They've got to get through all these poses, it, it, right? Versus just like listening. Sometimes you could be laying in child's pose and it's, and then the, the class is moving, but you're not ready to move yet. Right. That's like listening That's to yourself. That's like listening to yourself. And at the end, sometimes when you have, like at the end, it's called Shavasana when it's done and you're actually like, ah, and you, your, your mind just is so relaxed, mm -hmm. it goes somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Or you don't even realize you're thinking, you're not thinking, and, and some other information maybe slides in that's like so what happens is you're burning all of that like you when you're practicing whether it's a, like you know whether it's a sculpt practice or a high intensity or yoga you know it could be like a like a hot yoga where you're practicing a hot vinyasa so those impurities of the body are burned away through your physical actions but then what happens is when you stop all of that and you take a moment to rest at the end or like you said maybe in the child's pose mm -hmm. you're actually able to get some information that maybe wasn't available to you before that, before you were actually able to rest your head and let go of all that minutia, all that nonsense that, oh, I have to go here, I have to make this, I got to, you know, we actually take a moment when we calm down enough to get information that's supposed to come to us to help us. So by the total surrender, samadhi is attained. Samadhi is that that knowledge, that inner knowing. Samadhi is the same meditation when there is shining of the object alone as if devoid of form. So it's not, it's devoid of form. It, whatever shining light comes in, whatever information, it may just be a word. It may be you see something clearer that you couldn't see before. You know what, what you're talking about though is this that the overarching theme today that I keep hearing, right, is I think when we work out, we're, th we're thinking about the number of calories, the amount of time. You're talking about intimacy, knowledge, 
clear mind, That's spirituality, connection. Like those are very different goals than doing yoga for 30 minutes or one hour of hot. That's very, That's very totally different. different. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. A personal practice. So I'm saying five minutes of a personal practice, mm. five or 10 minutes of being alone with yourself, not like not the gymnastics, not the burning, not the mm. jumping, blah, 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 you know, pounding, 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 holding yeah. the ropes, lifting the weights. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm talking about just being still with yourself yeah. five to 10 minutes a day you may actually receive some information that helps you to move forward in your life. And because I'm talking about this full moon and the life force and, you know, not, you know, just taking a moment to be still, this full moon, like I said, cancers, and this full moon is in cancer, and cancers are intuitive. You know, they're, they're very, it's, they're very, um, they're kind, and they, they have a big heart. Um, so this full moon is, is, is really about that, uh, and connecting to our emotions, but also what's going on in the sky as well. Let's get back to astrology for a minute before I go back to the, the last sutra I want to talk about the last two is that Uranus has gone direct and Uranus is the planet of like surprise and like just things coming out of the blue, maybe people coming out of the blue, maybe, um, you know, money coming out of the blue or whatever, just surprise. But we're, we're also, Pluto is really strong right now. Pluto is, is our Pluto return in the U.S. history is coming February 20th is the start of it. And Pluto is the planet of revealing secrets. Um, so what, what I believe is happening, and I've been listening to a, a ton of astrologers talk about this, Pluto is, so Uranus is like surprise. Pluto is going to reveal uh, secrets. I think with the Pluto return at the end of February, the last time it happened was uh, the signing of the Declaration of Independence. You know, the, the whole, like, this is when we became like a country. Um, I think a, a lot is going to change. A lot of the outdated amendments are going to get changed because it's now 2022, I think a lot of people like-minded, and I was saying this earlier, if you want to take action, make it peaceful action, but there's a lot of people feeling, you know, we've gone through so much the past two years, and this year is going to be very different, that people are going to be so tired of, like, fighting and carrying on. It's not this side or that side, that we're going to come together and realize, you know what, we have to take action and we have to come together to make changes that are going to be good for everybody. I don't care if you're Republican, you're Democrat, you're liberal, you don't give a crap, whatever, you're, you don't pick a side, you're Sweden, Switzerland, whatever the hell it's called. I don't <laughs> care who you are. It's going to be about what is right for, for all of us. And, and I, I, I was listening to the, the song Woodstock. And we have to get back to the garden. Um, you know, it's time to, like, we're going to have to, you know, there's, a, there's, like, there's a real problem with the food chain and with getting things right now. Like, everything is backed up, backed up, backed up. Food, it, like, the cost of food has gone through the roof. We can't get everything. You know, maybe you can't plant outside. Maybe you don't have the space to plant outside. But you know what? We, we, need, we need to learn to take care of ourselves here. So maybe you grow sprouts inside your house. I mean, I got a $20 grow light for, to grow sprouts. 
And pound for pound, sprouts have more vitamins, minerals, and and all sorts of stuff in a small amount of sprouts than like two heads, three heads of kale or broccoli. So even if you can't grow a garden outside, you can grow stuff inside. Herbs, I mean, I'm talking about like, again, sprouts, they go so far. So people are going to have to learn to take care of themselves. And again, if it's coming together to say, hey, we need to take action to make the law, you know, whatever it is that the government officials are going to have to realize they're going to have to do something for everybody. You know, and I don't care if you're pro-vax, anti-vax, if you're pro-this, pro-anti-that. I don't care where it is. We have to come up with a solution that is good for everybody. And I think that's what I think this year is going to be all about. Because, again, Pluto is going to reveal secrets, whether things have been going on behind the scenes that are going to come to light and people are going to be like, oh, hell no. We really need to fix this and rewrite it and make it so it's good for all. And again, getting back to the yoga thing, incidental events do not directly cause natural evolution. They just remove obstacles as a former as a farmer removes the obstacles in a water course r- running through his field. So incidental events. So what I, I'm kind of correlating the events that have happened over the past two years and Pluto coming in and removing, like removing, like, you know, saying this is what's been going on, you know, getting the secrets out, saying like, this is not okay. Remove the obstacles in a water, in a water course running through his field. Um, And our practice helps to remove the obstacles in our mind so the flow of consciousness and water can reach its source. So I'm not not only talking about the personal practice, I'm talking about what's going to also go on in history right now, what's also going to go on in our government, what's also going to go on in maybe, you know, our Declaration of Independence, our, you know, everything that's been written, things are going to change. And the end result is we are no longer seeking peace and happiness from the outside, but seek, you know, getting it from the inside. Like this is the, this is the last sutra in the Yoga Sutras by Pantanjali. This is, uh, you know, it's a sacred, sacred scripture book. And it says, you know, at the end, it's peace, peace, peace. Like you have reached Samadhi, you have reached Satchitananda, which is truth, bliss, consciousness. So not seeking it from outside, getting it from within. But what I believe is also happening planetarily and in our in the United States right now, I think it's going to be big because, again, it's the United States Pluto return. I, I believe that this is what's going to happen this year. We're going to have to you know, come together, find peace within us, figure out how to take care of ourselves, how to take care of each other, but really how to take care of ourselves so we're not reliant on all sorts of vaccines and all sorts of medications that if we get back to the garden, get back to, you know, eating well, fruits and vegetables, sleeping well, what we want to create. Every single one of us, and I say this all the time, has been put here on this planet right here, right now, with a talent, with some sort of knowledge that we can help not only ourselves, but help each other and grow something grow something that's going to help every single one of us, you know, maintain peace and love and, you know, radiant health 
here in 2022 and beyond. With that being said, you've been listening to Alice Saltzman with Enlightened and Annoyed. With that being said, you have been listening to Enlightened and Annoyed with Alice Saltzman. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.